Hi friends, welcome to the Start Thriving podcast, where trauma survivors come to thrive. Each week we will explore topics surrounding self-discovery, emotional processing, and reclaiming your power from past trauma. I am your trauma healing, deep feeling, coffee sipping, nervous system regulating host, Chelsea Bartell. I am so happy to guide you home to yourself. Welcome back to another episode of the Start Thriving Podcast. Today, we are going to get into it and we're going to talk about the link between scarcity mindset and trauma because they are very much linked, more so than we think they are. So we're going to talk about money, we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about health, wealth, abundance, we're going to talk about the big, scary, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not healthy enough, I'm not fit enough, I'm not enough. Okay, um, so it's important to outline where these beliefs stem from. Okay, now if you're here, it's likely that you have a long, painful, chaotic history of, of traumatic events and traumatic happenings um, in more supposed wow, and <laughs> more so, wow, <laughs> this is ridiculous, and more so specifically. Um, a lot of chaos and hardship in childhood. Okay. So part of having a nervous system organized around trauma means that we are constantly being sent into flight, fight, freeze, and fawn. Okay. Now, and it's often that we're believing that we're not good enough and that we are innately bad or broken and not deserving. Um, and these core beliefs are part of our survival mechanisms because believing that the abuse or neglect or, um, maltreatment from people are who are in power in our realm, um, does two things. It allows us to maintain this fantastical world in which these people are loving, predictable, and safe. And it gives us a false sense of um, sovereignty and control and, and power, right? So if I make it about me, it means that I can do something to change it. If I make it about me not being good enough, smart enough, Um, getting good grades in school, um, not behaving well, if I make it personal, I can do something to change it. Rather than owning or, or having the ability to comprehend that the environment that we are in is actually dangerous. Okay. So this is where we start to go, well, maybe if I get better grades, maybe if I, uh, listen to mom and dad about my chores. Maybe if I treat my siblings better, maybe if I do a sport, maybe if I am this overachiever that does everything and anything, maybe mom and dad will love me the way I know I'm meant to be loved. Okay. And the problem is not with you. The problem is not your worth or, or your value or your lovability or your potential or your Um, creativity. It's not about you. It's not personal. Okay. It's about your abusers, 
being your parents, siblings, friends, teachers, coworkers, um, partner. It's about their trauma. It's about their maltreatment. It's about their being unsafe with you and around you. Okay. So as we continue to believe that we are just this irreparable, bad, broken thing, or, or somehow that the things that we went through were our fault, we maintain this dream or, or fantasy um, of safety. And it creates that false sense of power. But that's, that's not the truth. All of these negative beliefs that you have about yourself not being worthy or valuable or capable or not enough or um, broken, all of those are lies. They are comforting lies that you intelligently told yourself to keep yourself safe at the time. They are not the truth. It's difficult to take that kind of ownership and realize, holy shit, I've been lying to myself and the things I went through were actually very traumatic, very painful, very unsafe, very dangerous to my health, wealth, well-being, um, and so on. But... If you do not take ownership and responsibility that those are comforting lies, you will never be able to grow and expand beyond that point, okay? I have probably said it once and I will continue to say this. The trauma was not your fault, but healing is your responsibility. Healing is taking radical ownership of the ways that you have perpetuated your suffering, okay? Because the truth is, the trauma did happen back there. It did happen with your mom. It did happen with your dad. It did happen with your significant other. It did happen with your teacher. It did happen with family members, whoever. It did happen way back there. But the truth is, you have been traumatizing yourself since, you have been causing yourself suffering since then. I know. I know that it's a pretty heavy thing to lay on you. But you have to understand your role and your responsibility for healing. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in a victim mindset. Meaning that everything happens to me. I'm just a victim of the circumstances, of the environment, of the way I grew up. I can't do anything to change it. I'm powerless. I can't, I can't, I can't. When that's not the truth. And let me give you proof as to why that's not the truth. There are people out there doing what you want to be doing. How can your truth and their truth exist and they're able to do what you want to do and you can't? How is that? It can't be the truth because there are people out there living their lives the way that you want to be. I'm sorry if the rain is, is making it a little bit hard to hear my voice. 
I really hope not. I hope it's adding a calming effect, but, um, um, anyhow, back to my point. Okay. Abundance, having an abundance mindset or having the ability to look at the world and not see smallness and not see the absence of, or the worry if something happens to my money, my person, my children, my family, my job, um, Abundance mindset is the exact opposite. It is this deep way of living and moving through the world in which we know that we are good enough, that we are enough, that we are worthy, valuable, loving, important, capable beings that are still imperfect. You can still be on your journey and yet have an abundance mindset, right? And, you know, in all honesty, that's the place that I came from. I had a very chaotic, inconsistent, um, emotional roller coaster of a childhood. And yet there was still this, I still struggled not believing that I was enough. But at the same time, there was this stubborn ass little part of me that said you can do anything that you want you can be anyone you want you can have anything that you want there is this deeply resilient and and um determined part of myself that refuses to see an end where most people see a wall i i ask myself how can i right that's important It's not, I can't. It's, how can I? That is the difference between a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset. It's not, I can't. It's, how can I? And I promise, when you start to look at the world through that lens, you'll see that so many of your limitations were just a byproduct of the way that you were brought up, of of a survival mindset, of a scarcity mindset. And you'll start to see the world open up in these unfathomable ways. I mean, everything that you desire. Of course, I understand the impact of trauma. I understand the way that it (laughs) settles in your body and impairs the way that we view the world. But if if at least you're able to stop and ask yourself, when you think, I can't, and you're able to go, wait a second, wait a second. Let me just... Let me just experiment here. Let me ask myself, is there a way that I can? Is there a way that I can do that thing that I have just unconsciously told myself that I can't for years and years and years? It's going to be a challenge, no doubt. But I promise you, if you do it, you will see a new pathway open up where you have not seen one. It is, I'm telling you, it's going to rock your shit, okay? When we come from a traumatic environment, um, we are obviously in survival mode, right? All our focus is directed toward how can I survive? So we're living in these cycles of um, going, 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 doing all the things, being hyper attuned and anxious and going. And then all of a sudden we're burned out. 
we can't function, we can't do anything, we're hopeless, we're powerless, we don't know how to get ourselves to go again, okay? Now, some people live in the balance of those two, some people live at one end of the scale versus the other, but it's typically that kind of a ride after you've had a traumatic upbringing, okay, or a traumatic uh, relationship. Um, With that being said... When it comes to healing yourself, when it comes to choosing to grow, choosing to be better, choosing to take ownership of yourself and make a damn change, you have to understand that the choice you're making can't be from the current version of who you are right now. Because the current version of yourself is in scarcity. They are in survival mode. So you have to think about what would my healed version do right now? Would she invest in herself? Would he say yes to this opportunity? Would they want to grow? Would they be willing to get uncomfortable? What would they do Because if you're saying yes at the current version of yourself, or if you're making a decision, sorry, if you're making a decision from the current version of yourself, you're going to keep getting more of what you've got. You're not going to get something new. You have to be willing to make a decision from a different place. Okay. Now what I'm saying is, Look, I've, I'm sure if you're in my audience, I have talked with a lot of you or maybe we haven't connected yet, but especially when I am inviting someone into my coaching program, I ask them, are you ready to make this change? And I tell them the price and they say, nope, I can't. And I'm like, whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. What about this healed version of yourself you just told me you could be? I'm telling you, I've got the pathway for you to get there. Now you're saying that you can't. I have everything else figured out for you but the money. That's on you. And you're telling me you can't do that. What you're saying from that position is I'm making a decision that confirms who I am. Not a decision that confirms who I want to be. Okay, let me share a little story with you about investing in yourself. The first coach that I hired was a business coach, okay? I hired this business coach right after I had quit my 9-to-5 job. Let me say that again. I hired this business coach right after I quit my 9-to-5 job. I'm fucking jobless, but I said, I know she's where I want to go, so I'm going to hire her. And I will be straight up with you. I had no idea how I was going to pay her beyond the first payment. And I didn't do this as an irresponsible choice, but I did this in the name of being uncomfortable, in the name of growth, 
in the name of expansion. I said, hell yeah, I want to do that because you're where I want to be. Now, let me fast forward. By the way, I ended up making every payment on time. I don't know how, but I did it. I picked up some side hustles here and there. I did a little side work. I did a little selling my stuff. Whatever it took, I did it. Okay? Now fast forward to my trauma coach. I sought her out. I was like, I know that I can't do this on my own. And I'm not going to keep forcing myself to do it on my own. That's taking a huge toll on me thinking I can just go this path alone when somebody else already has the answer. Okay? So I sought her out. Um, I got on a call with her. She explained to me what she did, how she did it. And I was like, yep, I'm all in. Fully expecting to pay her exactly what she was worth, but not knowing how I would make the next two payments. Okay. She, her program in total was $1,500. Okay. So I made the first $500 payment. No big deal. But those next two $500 payments, I had no idea how they were going to come my way. I had just ended a client relationship and was looking for another client. So here I am between between clients, but I'm still going to say yes. Because I know that 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 healed version of me, that, that Chelsea that's confident, that's powerful, that's free, that's joyful, that self expresses without apology... I knew she was at the other end of that finish line. So I said yes from her perspective, right? Now, it worked out. I ended up picking up Grubhub. I ended up working um, a little side hustle for my stepdad. I ended up landing another client. All those things came my way when I said yes in the face of the unknown. When I went for it anyway and didn't know what was going to happen, but trusted. And look, I know that that's a scary place to be for someone who's gone through traumatic events. I totally understand that. But you have to become unshakable in the belief that you can handle whatever comes your way. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable, to make a new decision, to be the version of you that you want. Nothing new is going to happen in the known. When I first heard that, that really shook me. Because I thought, everything I'm doing right now, I know. And it's comfortable and it's nice to be here and it's nice to have a little predictability and consistency. But nothing new is going to happen if I continue living this way. So I have to make a new choice from a new perspective of myself that I'm not even at yet in order to go where I want to. Right? And let me just also mention something else. I feel that it is a very large disservice to deny yourself healing 
when you have the power, the resources, the capability, the opportunities that that younger version of you didn't have. Now, let me explain this because some people are going to be turned off by that. But when I was a nine-year-old girl and I couldn't escape my childhood home, I didn't have the money, the transportation, the resources, the ability to care for myself and get out of that situation. So I had to withstand it and stay in it. I am doing that little girl disservice if I can't figure out a way to give her healing in the present. Because now I am a 23-year-old girl who can go out and get any job if I needed. I can go out and get as many clients as I needed. I can go out and make something happen. I have more power, capacity, and freedom to make things happen that she couldn't. So if I'm not willing to do that for her, I am doing my past self a disservice. She deserves better than that. Your past versions of yourself deserve better than that. Give them that. Give them that opportunity that they didn't have. Because now you are a capable, responsible willing, powerful, independent adult who can make things happen. You have the power of choice where they didn't. You have freedom that they didn't. You have the capacity, you have the knowledge, you have the resources, you have the tools that they didn't. I am not by any means negating that it's not difficult to make that choice because there are a lot of survival things that are fueling that scarcity, that small, fearful mindset. But you do have a choice in overcoming or choosing from a different place so that you can heal into the person you want to become. So if you want to stay where you're at, continue making choices that serve that. Continue making choices that serve what you know. Continue making choices that are driven by fear. But if you're ready to become a different person, make choices in spite of the fear. Make choices while looking fear in its face and say, you know what? I'm not fucking scared of you anymore. I'm not fucking afraid. I'm not going to be ruled by you anymore. I'm going to make a new choice about who I can become because I know that they are worth it. Whatever stretch or discomfort or expansion or growth that has to happen... I'm willing to make that choice. And I promise you with that mentality, you can move the whole world. You can make anything happen. Now, if this really spoke to you, I absolutely have a space for you in my program because I know how dedicated, resilient, 
committed, perseverant you are. And I want to honor that. So if you're ready to dive deep into yourself, you're ready to make a new decision about who you are and who you want to become, I would love to have you apply to work with me. This work, (laughs) it's amazing. And of course, I'm a little biased. But truly, I have unlocked a whole new level of who you can be by intertwining the understanding the reshaping, and the practice of nervous system regulation, okay? When you implement nervous system regulation, you set your foundation. You you set up your body to feel and be safe. So you can then navigate um, through emotions that once felt too big. You know, so when you were nine years old and you felt anxious or you felt panic, Of course you couldn't navigate those things. You didn't have the tools. You didn't have the capacity. Your nervous system didn't have the ability to make sense of it. But now in the present, as we work together and I teach you how to regulate your nervous system, you then create a safe environment for you to feel that anxiety so that you can finally move it through. It doesn't stick around. It doesn't get stuck. It's not an everyday experience for you anymore. You're able to move it through. You're able to process it, okay? Now, that's the huge piece of what I do is regulate your nervous system and help you understand your specific nervous system, okay? So I create a custom-to-you nervous system map that tells you, here are my behaviors when I'm, I'm heading towards collapse or shutdown, Here's my nervous system behavior when I'm headed towards anxiety or burnout. Here's my nervous system behavior when I'm safe, when I'm calm, when I'm present, when I am alive. And here is a map on how to get there. Because I want you to have a guided, beautiful awareness of how to get to the safe part of your nervous system. So that you get to be in the driver's seat of your experience. So you get to be an active operator of your experience. Now, the second piece of what I do is emotional processing, right? Many of us have a lot of emotions that we have not had someone empathically litmus. We have a lot of emotions that we have not had somebody be a witness to to listen, to understand, to really hear us and hold space for us. That is imperative to our healing. We need somebody who can understand our emotions and help us make sense of them. And I am here for exactly that. With that, we also reclaim younger parts of yourself. So what this looks like is when we have trauma... Again, I'll use the example of nine years old. When we have trauma at nine years old, it is like that nine-year-old version of ourselves is still alive and existing, but in the present. And she is still fearful, she is still scared, and she is still confused as to why she is existing in the present, right? Now, if we are able to go back and meet her, Give her what she needs. Give her understanding. Give her compassion. Give her touch. Give her love. She is able to become a part of us. 
she's able to step into wholeness with us. We're able to bring her home so that she can function as a whole, complete part of ourselves. And you know what? Those younger parts of ourselves often have beautiful gifts, meaning that they have confidence, that they have creativity, that they have self-expression, that they have power and knowledge and all of these beautiful, beautiful parts of ourselves. They are withholding because they are still in fear. So if we are able to reclaim them and, and make like make a home for them in our present self, we can then tap into their abilities that once felt unattainable. Okay. If any of that sounds like a perfect fit for your healing journey, please go to the description under this podcast and apply to work with me right now. And if you apply to work with me right now, up until October 20th, you will receive two extra sessions with me. An hour long, so two hour long, (laughs) two one hour long sessions where we dive deep into processing trauma to making sense of your nervous system and and we will get to the root cause so we can uproot it, feel it, process it, love it, and release it. So if you're ready, go ahead, click that, apply now. Until October 20th, you'll be getting two extra sessions with me. I love you. I hope that this helped you. I hope that this pushed you to make a new choice about who you want to be.